Hello, it is I. I'm the professor. But if I have to reintroduce myself by the ninth episode, you are truly an idiot. Welcome back to Joking Not Joking. On today's episode, Mo and AZ welcome their good friend Amir Suleiman to the show. Where else would they welcome him? Of course they welcome him to the show. Okay, don't argue with yourself. They're recording. Okay. Amir is a prolific Grammy-nominated poet and recording artist. He is also a film producer, screenwriter, and even a Harvard fellow. Mmm, fancy. In this episode, they talk about the origins of the universe, where language comes from, or doesn't come from, and how being in service to God is the ultimate form of kingship. Buckle up, baby! This is Origins. This is a topic that Mo and I have talked about for years, which is the origin of language, which is a trippy idea. Because if you take this evolutionary worldview, people nowadays are like, oh, we're evolved monkeys. It's like, okay, well then. I know, dude. Just want to smack people who do this, <laughs> yeah, bro. that's super bro, goofy. The, we're just evolved monkeys, bro. Okay, tell you what. You go back to the jungle, motherfucker. Go back and hang out with the rest of the monkeys. With, with your ancestors. Please. Straight up, right? It's Stop, like bizarre. Bro. That, But they're convinced. Now, if you take that worldview, there was so a big bang. Dumb. The big bang, I guess the world somehow created itself. The bang has to come from somewhere, bro. Yeah, who lit the match? Who lit the match? Somebody had to bang, bang. Okay. <laughs> All right. If we, it was a floating rock. Okay, who made the thing that's floating before the bang? Nah, man, it just came from nothing. What? Yes, that's true and not true. Your definition of the, what that means is wrong, in my opinion. The notion that the universe popped into existence and basically made itself, to me, requires more faith than believing there's an uncreated creator God who has no beginning, no end, etc., that brought forth the world from nothingness. It's like 
I can believe that more easily than, yeah, the universe just magically made itself. Yeah, and, and when then, I say God, an infinite being, like we talked about this yes. in that previous podcast when you said your inability to describe, you know, comprehend God is your comprehension of God. This is an open question. What is the origin of language itself? If we just are saying that it's evolved animals grunting sounds and then we have agreed upon meanings and then we use certain combinations of sounds to define other combinations of sounds, we're just stuck in a loop. If language means anything, if anything means anything, there has to be an objective definer of what everything means, which gets us to this question of like, where, where did language come from? What are, you, what are your thoughts on this yeah, question? Real, where did language come from? Yeah, first answer is I don't know. But in my using downer, you know, that's why we brought you here. One of the greatest God, living poets of our time. Okay, you don't know where language came from? You, how you, do you night. use words that you don't know where the words come from, man? Come on. Google it, man. Google it. Come on, well, man. I'm curious to know what Google has to say about where, where language comes from. Language? I would love to know this. Yeah, I've never Googled this. I, w- I want to direct your attention to the Google's answer to this question. I Googled, okay. what is the origin of human language? And then, like, you know, the little mini result it gives you right away. Anthropologists don't know exactly when humans developed language. Current archaeological evidence suggests that the first humans capable of speech patterns appeared around 50,000 years old. This is the funny part. The key to developing language came from the structure of our heads and necks. Total bullshit. Who wrote this? This dude? is just made up fake news. Like, dog, come well, this on. This sounds like this is the answer. A fifth grader wrote right. this down. <laughs> Wikipedia has its own. Where do you entry. think language came, Timmy? I don't know. I think language was created maybe I won't know fifty thousand years ago. When we got heads and necks. <laughs> it's a moment Ridiculous. that we were able to hold our own heads with this thing called neck. Oh, well, that's, that's a crazy. good job, Timmy. And the teacher's like, get this fucking kid out of here. He's like, so much of modern scientific explanations for things are like that. Yeah. Why are like all scientists, a vast majority of scientists, it feels like to me, and I could be completely wrong and speaking out of turn for this, and if I am, I apologize. But it feels like most scientists are like atheists. Nowadays that's popular, but that's not classically true at all. I know, it's so frustrating. So many of the greatest scientists of history were all deeply convinced that there is a, clearly must be some higher being. In fact, the more scientific you are, it's like you start getting into details. It's like you can't explain how this is so ordered at the microscopic, subatomic level. Like, what are you talking about? This is all just accident, random accident, random chance. You like know, you it's said, kind that of requires a, more kind of belief. a silly worldview. What's that? No, I'm saying, yeah, it requires a, yeah, a greater, uh, yeah, a greater of- leap. Yeah, a leap of faith. A greater yeah. leap of faith. But but even in the context of what we're talking about, because when we're even trying to describe the divine, and I talk about my my use of language and what I think language means and what it's for, you know, like for example, I'm writing a verse right now, literally just yesterday, that's related to kind of what we were just saying. It's um God in the flesh, devil in the detail, life is for death, when a soul is for retail. The blind lead the blind up until they see how. The one eye lead the blind up until they see how. So this, you know, so even bars, when we're, yeah. damn, dude. So, hearts. So, how do you do bars. this? Wow. But, but like you even not think please? about yeah, that. Can you please say it again? You can't just look. I know it just sounds regular to you. 
<laughs> yeah, bro. What are you talking about? But it doesn't sound regular to us. It's actually me exploring what we we're just talking about, about trying to describe and talk about and have language around God because God in the flesh. So we say God in the flesh. God is everywhere. God is okay. Like we can get that idea, you know, but then devil's in the detail. Like, what do you mean? Do you mean yeah. I am God, therefore I am worthy of worship? Because many people use God, and this is unfortunate in my opinion, but the word God has been used even in our culture, what I mean, like hip-hop culture and so on, to the point it's just a throwaway word. You're a guy, yeah, I'm the ugly God, I'm the fly God, I'm the this God, I'm the that God. Now like, it's just God, God is his. Yeah, and then God is his, and all of this modification of the word God. But the God meaning, and this is really la ilaha la law, that there is no God. All these gods and goddesses and God, like they don't actually exist in reality. There is no gods except God. Capital Meaning G. what you were talking about, the infinite being. Like this is what, yes. so if you're not the infinite being, the one worthy of worship, the one who orchestrated and created the whole universe, I don't want to hear you talking about your God. What are you talking mm. about? This is utter, not since in its, in its, it's, it's the greatest Fugazi of all the Fugazi 100% you know what I'm saying it's like no there's one God there's one reality and just logical deduction will bring you back to that point that there has to be one people don't even know what do you mean you're not the creator of the universe you don't even know how you made yourself Mm. if I asked the person who said they were God tell me about your pancreas they probably couldn't talk about 60 seconds about their pancreas. You know what I mean? They couldn't talk. They couldn't, them nor their mother who created their pancreas, nor their father who created their pancreas, yes. could even, even if all of the human beings, listen, right now, this year, there was a huge conference. I'm making this up, but I know it's true. There was a huge conference where all of the greatest pancreatic scientists in the world came together holding, carrying the whole tradition of pancreatic science from the past up to this point and talking about things they're still trying to learn and still trying to understand about the pancreas. That happened this year somewhere on the planet Earth. You so don't all even of the know what an appendix does. Don't even know what it does. You just they take it out. But then people say, I'm God. No, you're not. You don't know anything. Yeah, you don't exactly. know anything. But the closest way to achieve that, and this is a very, this is a subtle trick that people fall into. But it's so critical. And this is what I'm saying. The devil's in the detail. People think, like even some people use the word king. Like sometimes even people overcur to me like, oh man, you know, hey king. Up, like king? You know what I mean? Up, and it's beautiful because I understand what, what's being said. Yes. They're seeking to... to elevate to you, respect elevate you. Me. Right. Mashallah. Right. And that's also a consequence racially of our race being like we're less than human beings. So there's a there's an upliftment, which I understand. But kingship is not... First of all, most kings are tyrants. The only way you become king is you're born into it, which means there was no skill on your part, or you took it by way of most likely murder and lies and treachery, and that's how a person becomes a king. Now, if you say this person is a general or a scholar or something like this, then it's like, okay, you achieved that. You demonstrated excellence on the battlefield to the point that other men would follow you into battle. That's something great because you've done something by way of the strength of your character. But kingship is small. And thereafter, godship is small. When you claim godhood, you actually lower your rank. That highest rank, actually, Mm. and this is very difficult for people, the highest degree is slavehood. 
Because this is what I'm saying. When you subjugate yourself and enslave your own reality to the reality of God, then you have access to pure divine power. Then you are the image of God on the planet Earth. You are the representative of God on the planet Earth. But that's not achieved through lifting yourself up and being a king and being a God. That's not how it's achieved. It's achieved through submission this is hence islam deep deep complete submission and that can take a lifetime to achieve or if god blesses a servant they can achieve it very quickly but this is the peak of the affair of the human being the perfection of the human being is total submission to god mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Like when people hear me on stage, and I'm not even a great man of God, people hear what they're feeling, what they're experiencing. It's not because I'm clever with language. You know, it's, it's not that. By a lot, it's a lot. By a lot, it's a lot. And this is why when people engage it, they can't explain it. They're like, what am I feeling? Like they're trying to find the words to describe what's happening inside of them and what's happening inside of me because I'm experiencing it along with them. You know what I'm saying? And this is this is the chief affair. But unfortunately, the nafs, the ego self, likes to be lauded. And the bigger the self is esteemed, the lower it falls because now I'm only as strong as myself. But when I submit to God, then I have what God has and everything that God has, I have access to. You know what I'm saying? That's all great. Really, really spectacular. But when's the last time you really felt like a king? I'm named after a king. No, I, and that's yeah, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm named after a yeah. king. You know, my first name and my last name are royal names yeah, you know right, what i'm saying right. in fact my first name is like a title you know what yeah, i'm saying Amir. so it's like you know and we have prophets david king solomon king yeah prophet muhammad saw some even something greater transcendent beyond kingship of course you know so it's not like i'm against kingship if allah endows that upon a person then they receive it and in some capacity i am a king like my nature of course and, 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 and that's real so i'm not negating that but my objective and my labor and what I'm seeking is not kingship. What I'm seeking is what's beyond kingship, which is slavehood. And this is the deep thing. So this is the hadith of the Messenger of Allah. There's Allah a Allah saying Allah. of the Messenger of God, Muhammad, وسلم, where he said, there are seven people that will be given the shade of God on the day when there is no shade except for the shade of God, I mean, on the day of judgment. The seven classifications of people. The first one is a just ruler. 
Even if we just stop there, where this thing is such a rare thing right. to be a just ruler. It's such a rare thing that this person will be singled out by God on the day of judgment because of how uncommon it is. Along with that, just as an example of some of the others, is a youth who practices their Islam in their youth. Or a person who is seduced by a woman of beauty and status toward to fornication, and he says, no, I fear God. Meaning these people are very rare. Most people are not going to pass that test. But when you really taste kingship, really taste leadership, you would avoid it like the plague. Because really, what real kingship is, is to, to become a servant. Right. It, it, the real kingship is, again, slavehood, it's servanthood. Like, I, I am no longer able to think about myself. I have to think about my subject, so to speak. So even in kingship, to become the best king, you're going to have to become a servant of the people. Your own desires are thrown away, and you have to make your desires the service of the people. But when most of the time people say king, or even the images that they use, it's like, I'm, I'm a king, I'm a queen, and they, like people are serving me, and I do what I want, and I have power, and no one can tell me nothing because I'm a boss, I'm a king, I'm a queen. The energy is, I get to serve myself, but that's not really what kingship is, in truth. Excuse me a second. Can you please bring me some sparkling water? <laughs> right away, Mr. Mo. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I was just I did it for the joke. <laughs> but but we all love everybody's it. like, oh, can I get yes. some funny? sparkling water? You have a show coming out. Everybody's so nice when you have a show coming out. But it feels great, of course. It, it, you know, we all understand why we love this. You know, it, it's a natural thing why we love this thing you know what i mean we love to be served we love to wow. be able to do what we Very want we love to be able to stop other people from doing what we don't want them to do we love having power over other human beings that's a natural thing it's not like i'm confused by it. i get it begin the joust i said i want sparkling water bring it <laughs> Flat water? This no. is not fit for a king. <laughs> Where Can't are my believe. bubbles? This is fit for neither a king nor a slave. <laughs> Can't believe you would bring me still water. I'm gonna make you still. <laughs> um, I wanted to share something real quick. This made me laugh because Noam Chomsky, he is actually a linguist. You know, that's his main field. Yep. He's known, among other things, for coining this idea called universal grammar, UG. And in this interview, in this Discover magazine, there's a great quote that I just wanted to point out. The questioner says, you theorize that all humans have universal grammar. What is that? Chomsky answers. It refers to the genetic component of the human language faculty. Take your last sentence, for example. It's not a random sequence of noises. It has a very definite structure and it has a very specific semantic interpretation. It means something, not something else. And it sounds a particular way, not some other way. Well, how do you do that? This is his answer. There are two possibilities. One, it's a miracle. Or two, you have some internal system of rules that determines the structures and the interpretations. I don't think it's a miracle. <laughs> it's like, dog, even if it's the second one, yeah, how is yeah. that not a miracle? Yeah, yeah. Like, if there's an internal system of rules that determines the structure and the interpretations, where did that internal system come from? You can't explain it. Hence, it is miraculous that we have language. And this guy is the greatest living linguist. Yeah. And he's just 5%ing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's to totally gutsy. What do you think the first word was? 
Like, it must be like, ah, uh, uh, fuck me. Uh, I think it's, they were just like in caves and shit. Just, uh. Kind of depends on, you know, what we wow. say about where it came from, you know? Um, it was all expressions, it was, like. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it feels like uh, revelation on a human being. It feels divine. Maybe our language was more sophisticated than and it's only downgraded, you know. I 100% believe, 100% believe that. I believe that there is like really advanced civilizations that were already crushed and the earth has already yeah, restarted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And human, there's evidence you know, for that. Yeah. Yeah, there's evidence for that, you know. Um, I believe that, yeah. bro. I really do believe that. For sure, for sure. That's what scares me. Like, man, how long am I going to be in the grave for this day judgment situation? Yeah, man. This thing's already this been going on a million cycles. years. Yeah. What if it's like a million years ago? Yeah, yeah. It's terrifying. But, you know things go well may Allah give us a good end and so I mean then it'll be like man it'll be the sweetest kind of like luxury resort just like chilling I do dream a lot about this mm. you know I've never I dreamed dream paradise before. no like like yeah the grave like, wow either daydreamed or actually like dreamt about it mostly I would say daydream yeah I've never dreamt I've never had an actual dream about it wow, being in the grave being in the grave I had about day of judgment but never um I used to get yeah. scary dreams when I was a kid about this stuff. Yeah. yeah. When I was yeah, when I was a kid I had dreams about the day of judgment. Yeah, it was crazy. It's so funny I even remember that dream cuz I mean I, I'm talking like 6 years old, 7 years old like a long long time ago, but I can still see the dream. And now Only one question. Does anything mean anything? If everything means nothing, then anything can mean anything. And if anything can mean anything, then everything means nothing. Everything means something. This is the central point to understand. understand anything you tiny brain people i understand everything because i'm the smartest person in human history what they didn't tell you is that i actually invented the language you're welcome thank you for listening to joking not joking the world's most enlightening and sophisticated podcast thanks to moi el profesor exactly that's it for now i'm signing off to go read 50 books before i even take a shit and lay myself to sleep i'm a genius until next time keep it real dumbums Joking Not Joking is a Luminary Original. Original audio production, music, and sound design by Salt. Executive produced by Noah Gersh, Jamie Shuffman, Nick Panama, and Kenzie Wilbur. 
Head of Creative, Jordan Galvin. Head of Production, Liz LeMay. Head of Post-Production, Robert Adler. Produced by Imran Ali Malik and Aaron Kennedy. Supervising Producers, Ali Strobel and Alice Byrne. Post-Production Supervisor, Ali Honore. Edited by Jeffrey Muchnick and Aaron Kennedy. Sound design and music by Matthew Cellelli. Mixed by Aaron Kennedy. Recorded by Aaron Kennedy, Zach Jurich, and Mario Borgata. Guest booking by Drive Entertainment and Hager Eldos. Additional music courtesy of Extreme Music. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now, imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch Sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.